Hello there. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned into the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. From Mimbanites to Miri Allens, we got you covered. Everything in between. Hope everybody's having a great day. Hope everybody had a fun, uh, happy 4th of July. I'm one of your hosts, Justin. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and I don't know if I want a podcast with Kyle because he's a separatist. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is Kyle, and A, I don't know why I'm a separatist all of a sudden, and B, who's Mary Allen? <laughs> Luminara. <laughs> I was just kidding. I, I know what they are. <laughs> and the Mimbanites. That <laughs> sounds like a band. The Mimbanites. That sounds I like a they're called Mimbanese too, but L- Luminara and the Mimbanites. <laughs> I thought they were called Maggie's. What the Mimbanites? That doesn't sound yeah, like a Star Wars name. A- <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Just like Kyle. <laughs> Uh, but I thought that Justin was the separatist on this podcast. Well, he's an imperial. He's why an we're imperial. suddenly throwing That's way shit worse up. than a separatist. Okay, okay. Because I was like, why are we throwing shade at Kyle? Yeah. Kyle's worst crime is not having a Star Wars name. Easy. Mm. Oh, that's Kyle fighting words. I don't or know him. Kylo Ren. It's like one letter off. Kylo is fine. You see, Kyle is <laughs> Kylo is fine. Oh, wow, nice, awful nice. semantics. Kylo, but not Kylo. It's, it's because you know <laughs> the fan idea about how his name came to be. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well. Hey everybody, welcome. Uh, you know, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, hope you enjoyed the Fourth of July. Everybody, hopefully, stayed safe uh, during this time. We, I know our neighbors were shooting fireworks off in the middle of the street. Hope I'm like, everybody's still got hoping 10 my fingers. house doesn't burn down. Yeah, um, you know, and it's it's sad about this time every year because there's always some kind of tragic death uh, related to fireworks. There was a hockey goalie actually that um, for the Columbus Blue Jackets that uh, just passed away due to a freak accident. So um, be careful when you're using those things. People, professionals should be handling the big, big, big stuff. So uh, you got to be careful with those at home. And happy Canada Day. That was right before that to our all our Canadian listeners. Yeah. And happy not having this shit show of a country as part of your Commonwealth anymore to the British, our British listeners. Yeah, and we were looking at like in the UK. There's uh we've got uh, listens from quite a few different countries. So if the Fourth mm-hmm. of July is just another day to you, um, also that's probably yeah. congratulations. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Lots to celebrate this past weekend. Josh, I think, celebrated a little hard. Uh, Don't tell my secrets. Over the weekend, apparently. I told so. you that off, Mike, before everyone else was here, <laughs> sir. Uh, well, speaking of celebrating things. I have too much Corellian ale, okay? Mm, all right. Hey, it happens, man. That stuff's good. It's all right. 46 weeks. 46 weeks. Four. So close. Six. Seduce. Four. Six. Uh. Uh. <laughs> so funky. We're having too much fun with this, apparently. Can we start? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start adding the poop emoji to all of our celebration tweets to try to get the deuce to take off. <laughs> the, the deuce. deuce. <laughs> yeah. The deuce. 
Uh, yeah, 46, 46 weeks, people. It's coming up quick. Um, it'll be here before you know it. Save your monies. Get your hotels. Get your airfares. My bank still account's look at going that. in the wrong haven't, direction. I've got to tighten things up around here. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't looked at airfare yet. Need to start doing that again. Um, Ooh, but uh, lots to do. Pricey, lots to do pricey. in preparation for celebration. So get out there and uh, get your, your pre... If you've never been, and, and seriously, we learned this the first time that we went, plan ahead. Gotta like, have a plan. Be smart about things. Uh, we are always happy to answer questions about it, too. We've been to, to quite a few between all of us here. So uh, if you've got questions, uh, send them over to us, outerinbeacon at gmail.com. Happy to answer them, give you any feedback that we've had just from the the celebrations that we've been to. So We'll for sure do send a celebration uh, prep show. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we get closer to. That'll be in-depth, in-depth prep. Um, It'll be good, though. It'll be good, though. It'll be exciting. It'll be exciting to get that out and and start planning for for Celebration Anaheim coming up in May of 2022. It's right around the corner. A little bit of news this week. Uh, Star Wars Visions, Disney released a video this this uh this past weekend like a teaser i guess teaser trailer if you will on the visions series that they've got coming out which is the uh anime it's the anime version of star wars stories being told um looks absolutely amazing uh i mean the different kinds of animation that they're featuring as part of this is just beautiful I love that they're getting so many different storytellers, uh, too. They're doing like an anthology mm-hmm. series, so we're going to get a lot of different takes. And mm-hmm. um, you could tell from from the the creative people they talk to that this is like a, a really big opportunity for them and something they didn't feel like they yeah. would probably ever get to do working for their studios. So um, I'm sure we're going to get some really cool creative stuff. It's really exciting. Yeah, and it'll be out on September 22nd. And uh, allegedly, it'll be the entire anthology uh, day one, so Ooh. you'll be able to binge all of them. So we'll watch same it day. in that day. Great. Oh, yeah, gonna... and it's it's nine different uh, Japanese animation studios. I'm gonna be on the couch all day watching this. Uh, that's gonna be pretty impressive. So, um, but yeah, it's it's exciting to see coming up. Star Wars: The Old Republic is going to be celebrating ten years with. Uh, with an epic legacy of the Sith expansion. Um, that's pretty impressive. Some new old Republic content. Do we know when that's coming I refuse to out? accept that it's been 10 years. I refuse to accept it. <laughs> it it's Feels wild like that yesterday. it's still going, that they're still making new stuff, especially yeah. considering that like it's not canon. So, But apparently it was making enough money that it decided not to axe it. I have a little I mean, detail about what uh, what the um, what it is, oh, what the expansion is. So yeah, um, go it's going to continue the game storyline, sending players on a military campaign to secure the aquatic planet Manan for their faction as they uncover the ultimate plan of Darth Malgus, the renegade Sith. That's it. Ooh, exciting. I like this. I have to check this out. Yeah, I don't play that game, uh, so I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I uh, I've actually been playing a lot of Battlefront lately. I've been hopping on and getting like an hour in or two hours in in the evening sometimes, and just uh, much much better at it than when I first got the game. Um, probably because I'm not getting wrecked by somebody <laughs> that's been <laughs> playing it. They've all like moved on to other things yeah. now, and it's like just the people who are like, "Oh, I just got this yesterday." 
So I'm probably not that bad, but um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun. I jumped on. You know, I forgot how pl- how much fun playing as heroes was. Um, I actually used Bosk the other day. I was running around Ooh. with Bosk as a character. It was pretty. Bounty fun. hunters are so um, hot right now. They're really having yes, a moment. Yes, they Very are. Hot. I did not use I did not use the boba. Uh, I just I didn't feel comfortable with myself to use the jetpack. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still really pumped for that uh, open world Ubisoft game that's in development. I know it's going to be still a while before that comes out, but um, I I like games that 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 they produce, and uh, people have been like clamoring for a Star Wars uh, open world game like that. So yeah. I, I'm I can't wait for that to come out. I've not like I oh. Jedi Fallen Order was fun, but. There haven't hasn't been a Star Wars game that I was super super into in a while, so I've got high hopes for that one. Yeah, hopefully we get a lot more Star Wars games coming up because uh, we could use more. Can never have sure. too many Star Wars games. And maybe like so. full games instead of games with just like a base layer of stuff and nothing yeah. else like squadrons. Yeah, that we get bored yeah. of. And Shots don't fired. Yeah, true though. <laughs> Yeah, uh, everything is, uh, here's the game. You got to get everything online and get the expansion stuff. So I would much rather, I mean, I don't mind that as long as it's free content. Uh, like one thing uh, Over Overwatch has been really, really successful at is because it's all free content. Um, new skins, new new characters just released over time. It's fun to play. So, all right. Well, not a lot in the news, news world here this week. So we're going to dive into the latest episode of Bad Batch, episode 10, right? Common That's Ground. That's right. Episode 10. Episode 10. We're running out of episodes, guys. We're, um, <laughs> we're, we're getting to the end here. It's yeah, coming the, up too quick. The halfway there gag was weeks ago now. We're, yeah. Now we're, we're running out. I don't know a three quarters of the way there song, but we're, we're getting close. How many episodes are there total? 16? 16. 16. We're 10 in. Only so we've six got, left. Yeah. Yep. Down the home stretch. Do we? Yeah, Math. I know. I, I was pretty fast. <laughs> I didn't even use a calculator for anybody wondering. Um, Smarty pants. I don't do, and you. do we know if this is? I, I probably should have already looked this up before. I'm just going to ask here while we're recording. But um, do we know for sure if there's going to be a season two, or if there's only one season, or have they announced that yet about this show? They have not announced it yet. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, curious. It's a good question. Curious, curious. I would. It's hard because I think with shows like this and the popularity that's that it's had so far, I think it's hard for them to say no to another season when you've got other shows like Obi Wan Kenobi, which are what limited series mm-hmm. events. So they already have said it's it's however many are out there, and then it's done. Right? There's not going to be any more. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's why I was curious because like I know for, for some they definitely did announce this is how much you're getting. Um, yeah, but I, we haven't heard that about this, so who knows? Maybe yeah. six hmm. episodes left. Maybe six episodes left of this season. I guess time will tell. Or fingers crossed, they don't they don't renew it, and then years from now we, we get the, the fans save it, <laughs> and uh, we get more. Clone Wars got saved like. Three to five times, it seems like. So it's definitely. I mean, honestly, I would count this season of Bad Batch as part of Clone Wars saved, honestly. It really. It, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it is. is Clone Wars for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And it's part of the part of the uh, lost arc for a while there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, 
I think the the ship has sailed on Clone Wars, but I could go for still those last couple arcs that haven't um, haven't been made yet. But I guess we'll just settle you don't for want the bad uh, you don't want an arc uh, a, a whole show with Mieber and um, no, but I could go for like the Crystal Crisis. <laughs> I don't I don't hate I don't hate the those episodes, you know, and that's where we got Gregor and Gregor's going to tie into this episode of the Bad Batch that we're about to talk about. We'll get to that shortly. Yeah. But like Justin said, let's dive in episode 10 common ground directed by Saul Ruiz, who we've heard a lot from. Um, the writer was Gersimran Sandu, who also wrote cut and run, um, which is the episode featuring cut Laquane. It's right there in the name. Um, special guest stars, Cyan Clifford, who voiced GS eight. That's the droid. Um, Alexander Siddig, Siddig, yes, uh, so excited about Senator him. Avi Singh and Shelby Young as Captain Bragg. Captain Bragg was the worst, not a fan, <laughs> just sipping her wine, be- trying to get people interrogated by the interrogation <laughs> droids. It's got to be hard for her as well. Don't sympathize with Leia. the Imperials again, she, Justin. No, I'm just. With Shelby, ah. the character, right? Because she plays Leia in in Star Wars Forces of Destiny, and here she plays right, Captain right, Bragg, right, who's an Imperial. Like, I'll allow it. She's playing two extremes, man. Come on. Not to mention, this is a Star Wars character that I feel like, like, where could they have gotten Bragg from anywhere but Fort Bragg? Which is then that's exactly what I thought. Named after Braxton, General Braxton Bragg of the Confederate States of America, who now that's exactly what I thought. Not only was a Confederate, but he wasn't even a good military leader to begin with. Like if you read his record, he was like really bad, (laughs) unsuccessful. Well, yeah. yeah. And in this episode, she calls it Confederacy of Independent Systems. So that is what it's called. She's she's tying it all together. She's not awesome. I was not a fan of hers. <laughs> Shelby but. Young, awesome. Captain Bragg, not awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, art from the artist, man. But yeah, she's not awesome. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, this takes place on Raxus Secundus, as opposed to Raxus Prime, I suppose. This is Raxus 2. Or Raxus Subprime. Uh, Raxus oh. Prime is a junk world. <laughs> um, Raxus Secundus is a lush outer rim world. It's the capital planet for the Confederacy of Independence. Hey, I'm systems. not here for a history lesson, Goggles. Look, just, <laughs> you're not a Trandoshan bar-owning lady. You don't get to talk to me like that. Uh, I don't owe you any money that I'm aware of. Uh, okay, okay, Goggles. You know what? <laughs> you guys can explain the episode to each other then for all I care. That's the only gag I have. Go ahead. (laughs) Kyle's really going to quit, isn't he? (laughs) No, I can't. I'm too invested. I spent too much time (laughs) watching this show and writing stuff down. I I wish I could quit you. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, Raxus, if I may. You may. It (laughs) it was the capital planet of the Confederacy of Independent Systems during the Clone Wars, a.k.a. the Separatists. Um, it was the home to many of the senators, including Mina Bonteri, who Padme and Ahsoka snuck out to visit 
um, during the Clone Wars, season three, episode 10, if you want to go check it out. That's where she meets Lux Bonteri, who definitely had the hots for Ahsoka. She didn't really care for him quite as much, in my opinion, but they had a whole thing, and then they went and met, met Death Watch. It was really cool. Um, this is also the planet where Quinlan Voss and Asajj tried to assassinate Count Dooku, if uh, you read that book. Dark Disciple. It's a good one. I'd recommend it. Um, and they're here on Raxus. We're occupied by the Galactic Empire, and they're having like a rally there, some kind of um, do what we say. They want everybody to listen to them. I guess the troops are being a little unruly there, the locals. Um, Captain Bragg is out on on some balcony she's overseeing this occupation she's telling the crowd that the empire is not their enemy and they'll treat them fairly um and all they all they expect is their loyalty and they're not really getting it to that point uh typical propaganda uh understand why the people don't really trust her but she's got their senator avi singh there who we're meeting for the first time but apparently he's been a senator for a while throughout the clone wars um and she's going to use him as like a puppet to to vouch for the Empire. Now, I know that the Imperial Senate ends up being like, you know, just window dressing, which actually is kind of funny because the Confederate Senate was also, the Separatist Senate was also um, like not actually in charge, even though they thought they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it? Are we to believe that former separatist senators are now, um, they're letting ones that cooperate become imperial senators again, like come back into the fold? I think so. Probably, probably mm-hmm. any senators, um, if you're willing to kind of toe the line and keep your people in line, will give you some kind of bureaucratic power or whatever. That would make sense, don't you think? all about clout well especially since it does what they do actually doesn't actually matter because palpatine's the only one that's actually in control yeah also true okay cool so she she was gonna kind of cart him out and and use him as a puppet essentially um but he of course um you know starts to feel the guilt and he wants to do the right thing and he tells his ra7 protocol droid gs8 um, that he can't go through with this and um, to follow his orders no matter what happens, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And GS8 tells him that the only option he has is to to do what the Empire says or he's going to be arrested like the other senators if he doesn't comply or worse. So apparently this has already been like, hey, you can do what we say or we can throw you in jail and, you know, kind of make it an easy choice for them. The other thought I had that I thought was interesting was um, that I never thought of before. I, w- I wonder how many former separatists end up being part of the rebellion later. Yeah. Well, it's the it's, same kind of thought, really. Yeah. Uh, be- because uh, to me, the rebellion is standing for almost the exact same thing or against the exact same thing that the separatists were. It's just way more overt in the original trilogy than it was during the clone wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the separatists were just a little bit ahead of the curve. Hate to say it because they did re- They do represent the quote bad guys in the OT. Um, but 
Captain Bragg is, uh, as I previously stated, she's the worst. She's a turd. Not like the fun kind, like the deuce, like celebration, like a turd, like she's the worst. But she is instating a curfew because the locals are unruly. And she claims that this has been approved by Senator Singh. Um, and let's, let's play the clip of how that goes down. Fellow citizens, I implore you to embrace these new laws. Under the empire, Raxus will flourish once more. And as your senator, I promise. I can't do it. He's second I guessing. promise to. Mm-hmm. No. This is wrong. It is my duty to act in your best interest, and it is why I can no longer condone this unjust occupation. They wish to intimidate us. Take him away. You love to see a politician like actually standing up for his people. You love to see it. A truly rare moment. Well, and then he got drug away and thrown in jail. So I guess that's probably why it doesn't happen more. Um, the crowd was admittedly outraged. Uh, they're like ready to riot. And that's when the troops and some ATTE walkers um, are ordered to move in on the square. And um, are cool. They are pretty cool. I got to admit. That's an all terrain. The Atties. <laughs> uh, those are all terrain tactical enforcers, uh, AKA six legs, uh, because they have, as you may guess, six legs. They also have six laser cannon turrets and a heavy projectile mass driver cannon on the top of them. And these are the vehicles that Rex and Wolf and Gregor repurposed as their home slash. What did they call those things? Jogan, Dogan, whatever those giant worm things they giant worm fished for. Uh, But yeah, this is what they were living in, um, in rebels. So there was Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. lot of them in this episode. They were all over Raxus, just down every alleyway. And luckily they are the exact same width as a city street on Raxus, which is couldn't have worked out more perfectly (laughs) if they planned it. Um, and that's uh, that's the confusion when uh, GS8, that's the droid, sneaks away to call Sid. And we've got that, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sending this message on behalf of my master, Senator Avi Singh of Raxus. The senator has been seized by Imperial authorities and is in grave danger. We require your assistance. Ooh, which... That that distress call that went out that GSA puts out kind of leads me to uh made me think of this. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Bad Batch. <laughs> oh man, nice! Wow. Come on, come on now! Didn't it just seem? Appropriate that that was the distress call made you think a little bit about the uh, the good old A team. I can't believe this is oh the theme to the Bad Batch. Little BA Baruckus in there. Oh my goodness, Wrecker is definitely <laughs> BA. 
Uh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's good, Justin. Yep. You hit us. Uh, Thank that you. was almost as surprising as Josh's uh, little like talky things from the, the live stream. <laughs> Those were greatly missed we, this past week. We are full of surprises on this show, you, but I thought you guys would enjoy that. You never know what you're going to get around here. <laughs> Soon enough. Uh, <laughs> Soon enough. You sound like a supervillain over there. Um, but now we cut back to Ord Mantel where Omega and Wrecker are having some Mantel mix. And uh, mm. uh, he asked her how it is. And she, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but she said her reply is like the most accented reply. It's <laughs> better than, than Eva. Eva. <laughs> better than Eva. <laughs> here, here, wait, I, I, ha- I have it here. And it, uh, it leads us into this. Um, and, and I have to say, these these dudes are walking down the street in full armor, eating mantel mix. That, yeah, eating mantel mix and talking about where their next mission is going to go, and uh, they should lay low. But let's not on let's Ord Mantel though, because apparently they're just they're locals. There. Right, right. How's the mantel mix, kid? Mm-hmm. Better than ever. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ha-ha! So, when's our next mission? With two bounty hunters after you, it'd be wise to keep a low profile. Takes right. Pin <laughs> nerd. There's too much Goggles. heat on us right now. Ha! I never stopped us before. The kid's been through enough. She needs a break. She needs a break, so let's leave her me. behind and make her feel real shit about herself. Yeah, which, by the way, like, I don't know if you guys caught this, but like, as, as Hunter and Wrecker are having this sidebar, Tech is like sniffing the Mantel mix. Like, no, it's, yeah. it was Echo. 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 treating it Echo. like Echo. some kind of He's foreign, like, yeah. Right. He's like, what is that? Like, yeah. just taking it in. But uh, yeah, I, they're walking down the street in full armor with her on their shoulders, by the way, not even yeah. like not keeping a low hidden profile. in between Agreed. them, not yes. keeping a low profile. So uh, I, I guess maybe in that last, like, I don't know, 20, 30 feet before they get to the bar, it's okay. And they don't have to, like, sneak around. It's yeah, crazy. It's a little, they play a little fast and loose with their own rules, apparently. But mm-hmm. um, so they, they agree that they're going to they're gonna lay low, even though they have this giant outstanding debt to Sid. And they're basically in her pocket and have to do whatever she says. So when they get back to Sid's parlor... She says, "Hey, dudes, you're going to capture or uh, rescue Sander Singh, who's mm-hmm. been imprisoned on Raxus." Mm-hmm. And this one's uh this one's a little bit longer here. I've got a mission for you boys. A simple extraction on Raxus. Raxus. That is the former center of the Separatist government. It has since become an imperial outpost. I'm not interested in a history lesson, Goggles. Goggles. You're being hired to locate and free Senator Avi Singh from his confinement. My client will meet you at the given coordinates to brief you. Details are on this. Now get going. Help us, Separatists. Not gonna happen. Stupid. (laughs) Your debt's still not paid, remember? A job's a job. He's like, man. I am not bringing Omega to a planet swarming with Imperials. So leave her here with me. I'll keep an eye on her. I don't exactly trust you either. 
good, you shouldn't. But if keeping the kids safe means more money in my pocket, it's in my best interest to do so, isn't it? If anything happens to her... Yeah, yeah, Bandana, just get out of here, will you? I think I'm just going to paint my face at Celebration and wear a red bandana or just be bandana. <laughs> like Hunter. Yeah, I want to know what bandana. she calls Wrecker and, and uh, Echo now. Mm-hmm. If we've got Goggles and Bandana. What are the other two called? At least she's up front with him and says, look, it's more... Well, yeah, she's a slime ball, it, it, Justin. More, she's a slime It's more board. of an incentive for me to keep her with me. Than to turn her in. She's the worst. Well, she's about to make her like scrub the baseboards or something until she finds another way to profit off the child. She's (laughs) she's also a turd. I'm not a big fan of Sid. I don't know if I've made that clear, but she is not awesome. You have. Um, but they're off to go do her bidding because like I said, they're in Sid's pocket. They were the they were the big money, so until um until they're paid off they're they're doing whatever she says which i think will be interesting because right now they don't really have any choice and this is something we've we've talked about in the past but they're sort of doing whatever job comes along and they have no they don't really have any ability to pick and choose because of this debt which it's a whole mm-hmm. shady scenario and yada 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 but um I'm interested to see how their priorities shift when they don't have to take every single source of income that comes their way um, just for survival. Um, Also, it's very curious to me because he's very clear, like, no, no, we're not helping separatists. And then they they grumble about it again. I'm about to mention it on the way there. Um, Echo has issues with it too. Uh, I, I, I recognize that they are soldiers and they fought in this war and they were like almost bred to hate separatists, but I'd be interested to understand what they think really happened at the end of that war. Like they're, who do they think they're still f- mm-hmm. they're fighting right now? Who do they think the empire is and where do they think the separatists fall into this whole like new world order um because to me i i don't think i see it the same way that that they seem to be seeing it um it's a a kind of messy and i i don't i don't clearly understand how they see all of that having played out yeah that's why i said stupid kind of like a self-realization that they have now become the separatists not even that it's like there are no separatists a the separatists were kind of right there are no separatists anymore like and we know what happened but they of course don't realize that both sides were being manipulated by the same person and all these things so like i'd just be curious to see what what do they and and there's so much propaganda being thrown around and and then they're soldiers so they probably get real stories from what happened on at real battles in real places and they know about the inhibitor chips and all these things so um I, I just could use a lot more insight into what they think really happened and what they think the current state of things really is. Or do they not have any idea? Because the whole like it's it's the Republic versus the Separatist thing is obviously dated and they have to know that because there is no Republic anymore. Uh, but they're still kind of wanting to fight that fight. So uh, it's just a... I guess I just went on a tangent for no reason, but I, I don't really <laughs> no. know where they stand on all, all right. that stuff. 
Yeah. They're not real bright when it comes to things of the world either. So, That's I mean, true. maybe they haven't even sat around and like thought about it like like a normal person would. Because they're really like... <laughs> that stands for reason, too. They're like babies who learned how to who were trained how to fight basically they don't have any like real world experience they don't yeah you know that's true we've mentioned that before too yeah yeah well here the grown babies the grown fighting babies are flying into raxis to rescue the imprisoned senator and they encounter two alpha three nimbus class v-wing starfighters um these are manufactured on kuat they served as support ships in the Republic Navy during the Clone Wars. Uh, this is something I did not know. I mean, I knew about a V-Wing. I'm sure you guys knew about a V-Wing. <clears throat> a lot of people listening probably knew about a V-Wing. But I did not know that to maximize power for speed and agility, they produced these starfighters without a pressurized cockpit. So the pilots had to wear a sealed flight suit that was equip- equipped with life support systems and that also allowed them to eject because they're basically wearing a space suit in the cockpit at all times. I did not mm. know that. Um, it's crewed by one clone trooper and an astromech droid. But anyway, they meet these V-Wings on the way in. Um, and the V-Wings alert the Havoc Marauder that they are entering restricted space. And this is where they start to feel nervous that maybe this is a setup. Unidentified transport. This is restricted airspace. Transmit your clearance code. Input the codes from Sid's client. Hunter, the client is a separatist. How do we know this isn't a trap? You're cleared for entry. Proceed. Now are you convinced? No. Echo. Still not convinced. He's not having it. He's really not. No, I love Echo in this episode so much. He's very, very distrusting of the uh, separatists. Yeah, not I, and, for good reason. Yeah, and, well, he he specifically was traumatized by the separatists. You know, not that they all weren't. You know, uh, people who fight in wars have PTSD all the time. And I'm sure you can't just like, oh, they used to be the enemy, but now they're cool and we can be friendly. But echo way more than anybody else. Um, you know, they experimented on him. They kept him in that Mm -hmm. weird chamber and, uh, did all kinds of stuff to him. So it it makes sense that he harbors a lot of animosity. I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. But they make it in their, uh, their codes work. They were not set up by the separatists and they land, uh, on the outskirts in the, wooded area and they go to meet uh, GS8 who is their contact and I think we've got that clip too I am simply stating that the codes did in fact work the client being a separatist is not relevant it is to me forget politics we're here to do a job I'm very pleased to hear you say that (laughs) who are you I am your client we're working for a droid that is correct my master, Senator Singh, was arrested for speaking out against the unjust occupation. We don't care. Just take us to where the Senator's being held. Right to it. I like you. Very well. Follow me. Shut up, nerd. Part two. I like you. I, know. Drop. <laughs> I like I like GS8. She's cool. Yeah, I 
thought uh, tech kind of sounded like the uh, caterpillar from uh, Alice in Wonderland. Who are you? Like I, smoke, and he's like a big long pipe or smoking on his hookah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that, uh, is that uh, Echo or the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland there? But um, yeah, right to it, man. Let's get to the mission. Uh, no politics. Let's go. When Wrecker said uh, we're working for a droid, I, it made me think of um, how they they would maybe not uh, care for droids, sort of like Din um, in the Mandalorian, because he had a negative mm-hmm. Clone Wars experience, and obviously these guys were fighting droids. Um, but they also work with them, so it doesn't seem like there's a lot there. But um, mm. you know, I wonder if there are clones out there who are anti-droid the way din was because they fought him all the time but you know they also have astromechs in their ships and stuff too i think they're okay with like droids that have limited function maybe not mm-hmm. the higher level droids like the protocols and things like that walking that and talking is different be programmed a little bit different and do different things than gonky who is yeah, just a power droid that's, that's his sole just function just a power like, droid he's uh really i thought he was very, part uh, of the team yeah, he's part of the team. He, he supports. Staff. He powers the team. Yes, I I thought it was interesting though that she GS eight as she's telling them she calls it the unjust occupation of their of Raxus, but when they were the separatist capital, and were clearly okay with separatists occupying other planets, it was okay. But when it's their planet, it's not okay anymore. Well, that's so how it's, imperialism it's whole, works, Justin. It's how that whole thing has come full circle now. Like, oh, wait, we don't like this so much. Wait, this is what we were doing? Oh, okay, we don't like this. Yeah, it's always, it's it's always just more fun shift. when you're on the winning side. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But, I, weird mean, how you, you, I mean, they were... Change. Think about how those uh, Naboo people felt with the unjust occupation of their planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Republic yeah. was doing the same thing. Which is why... Which is why Echo has zero sympathy for this dude at this point. He's like, no. He's like, you did the same thing to countless worlds. I would like to point out that there's a difference between the Separatist Senate and the Separatist Council. The Separatist Senate really didn't have anything to do with any of the military stuff. They were kind of just like a puppet government to appease the people living on their planets. Well, and they were like... Fact. uh, They were like a political... Protesting politically, not like... uh, military generals or anything like that mm. right well no and it's not it's not even like us because the 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 people on the separatist council weren't really military either it was all the, oh, the it'd, be, it'd be like as if trade unions and, yeah yeah it, it would be like as if the you know u.s congress couldn't do anything and there was a council with like elon musk and jeff bezos and um people like that on it making all the actual decisions yes you're right it wasn't really the separatist senators who were occupying um, foreign lands. Right. Um, then from there, after Hunter, like, I don't, I don't care. Let's just get it done again. Uh, bandana is very broody. Bandana. He's very broody. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we cut back to, speaking of broody, we're back on Ord Mantel where Omega is feeling like real good and sorry for herself. Enough with the moping around. You're bringing the mood down around here. Her two patrons. Not hard to do. 
All right, I'll bite. What's wrong with you? I haven't heard back from them yet. Do you think they're okay? They better be for what this job's paying. Should've gone with them on the mission. It's not fair. I've got news for you, kid. Life ain't fair. You don't like it? Stop pouting and do something about it. Maybe if you weren't so helpless, those four laser brains wouldn't have left you here with me. Ouch. I love... <laughs> what are you two looking at? <laughs> These Bolo and Ketch sitting there at the table look over and they just start shaking their head. Because she, she was... From a parenting standpoint, she was on the right track yeah, with the she lesson she it. started to teach, yeah. and then she opened her mouth again to to basically slam the kid yeah. and like yeah. you Sid know degrade him. Like Sid is basically the grandmother who's like not really a kid person and probably shouldn't have been a mother, and like the Bad Batch is that kid that shows up on Friday night and's like, "Hey, I've got some things to do. Do you mind watching the baby?" And the grandmother's like, "Well, what the am I supposed to do with this thing?" <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great look. Like she was close. Life, no. life's not she fair. Was close. You got to do something about it. Well, maybe if you weren't a worthless little. Oh, they would have taken you with them, or like, ah, oh, come on, man! Like you, you could have just yeah, left it were, at that. And and Bolo and Catch just sitting there, like, look, we're you know we we hang around in this bar all day, but even we know better than yeah. to do that. And she's mean to the only two people who ever come into her bar. I mean, good lord, you'd think yeah, if, yeah. if they're her only they two customers, she should be nice to them. Right? Why do they keep going back there? Maybe the drinks are really good or cheap or something. Who knows? Oh, that could be. She does go yeah, in the back room a lot and just serve themselves. They yeah. might have a debt to Sid. You know what Sid reminds me of in this moment? What? Noah. Noah from what? <laughs> Noah of yeah. Endor. The, yeah. Oh, God. Here we Wilford go. Brimley. Oh, Noah no. who built the Ark? Diabetes. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I could see you that. Think Sid has diabetes? Um, Hope not. I mean, it's possible. she's not nice. I don't know her dad to like, have a lifelong affliction. Yeah, she does. Um, Omega does state, I believe, right after that though, that she's not helpless. Helpless, and I think. Uh, I, I got mean, that she says too. that, but that's what a helpless person would say. I know. I know. I'm not helpless. Mm, well, look, kid. I told Dark and Broody I'd keep an eye on you Dark and, and keep broody. you safe, aka hmm. Bandana. For how much? Not enough. <laughs> yeah. Love that sassy little little preteen here uh, getting on uh, grandma. <laughs> she's not feeling it at this point. So no, not at all. But I, she, hey, she's, you know what? She's right, she though. deserved it right back. Yep, she sassed her and she sassed her right back. So yeah. Now that's that's all we get of the B storyline right now. We're back to uh, the back to uh, Raxus there where. They're uh, doing some recon on the building where they're holding um, Senator Singh. Um, and, and they see all kinds of troopers all over the place, and they accuse GS8 of leading them into a trap. Again, they still don't trust this whole situation, even though everything's been fine so far. Um, they decide they got to take out the surveillance system. 
so they send GS8 in to create like a distraction and she just starts going in like, oh, you guys got to get out of here. This is my master's house, yada, yada, yada. And they sneak in and take out all the clone troopers. Do not disguise themselves. Um, oddly enough, I, I, I don't know I, why. Yeah. I, I thought like maybe they should do that, but they, <coughs> everybody else does it in every other Star War, but not in the Bad Batch. No disguises. Um, mm-hmm. So GS8 lets them in and, and tech taps into the security system so he can monitor the Imperials patrols. Um, and this is where Hunter starts handing out all the assignments. There's two at the door. I'm clocking four in the adjacent corridor. I'll handle them. You and Omega loop back around. That would be impossible seeing as Omega is not on this mission. Ah, right. Not to worry. I'm getting the hang of this. Wait. Excuse me, guards. I appear to be lost. Can you direct me to the nearest egress? Yeah, GS8 was feeling it. There's the last one. <laughs> Do be careful. This antique vase was gifted to Senator Singh for his years of service. It is priceless. Droids. Love that. Droids. Droids. <laughs> yeah, GS8 was like pumped about it. She was like, oh, I just rushed in there and we cleared them all out once. This will now work every time. Um, right. But no, that's not. <laughs> it wasn't quite as smooth that time, but they, I guess, uh, got it figured out. Uh, she was feeling it. She was, and she saved that vase. It's priceless. Vase. Um, and that's it. They're, they've pretty much cleared out that, that house there, and we, we cut back to Ord Mantell, um, where Sid is playing a game of Dejeric, a.k.a. Hollow Chess, uh, against her one of her only two patrons. Um, Dejeric. I looked up and I was going to give like a full rundown on, but it has extremely elaborate and complete rules and you could absolutely play it if you wanted to, but it's way too much for me to just like read through right here. Can I just, what's that? Can I just say that I have, I have played to Jarek. Um, if you've ever played the Lenovo lightsaber challenge, uh, virtual reality headset, there's part of the game that involves the And it's basically like a holographic to table, like that appears Hmm. in front of you when you have the little VR thing on. And it is so complicated. And it is a hundred percent of the reason why I never finished that game. Cause in order to finish the entire system, you have to beat the yeah, huh. there's a bunch of different pieces. You you only choose it's four, so uh, and they all every piece does different things, and uh, it, it's not totally dissimilar from chess, but it's it it is different. There, there's a lot going on. You should look it up. The smashing action is pretty entertaining, yep. and it can yeah, it can I be like- done in a hologram like we've seen. Um, but there are also sets that have physical pieces that would be more like a chessboard, like you'd think of in the real world. Um, but like I said, uh, if you're curious, look it up. It, it's got a whole set of rules and, whole and, lot of and rules. everything. So it's not just like, oh, it's this and you play till like there's a whole like you could actually play it. So um, there's a lot to it. Um, hmm. But Omega is shouting over like, oh, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't. You should do that instead. And um, turns out she's pretty good. We've got that exchange, too. 
Well, expert. What should I do next? Beep, beep, beep. Get some money on that game. You're the one who said to bet it all! So wanna take us outside? Gladly! How'd you know to do that? It's a strategy game. I'm good at strategy. Hmm. How good? Enough to Always uh, work win an angle. a few matches for some money? Depends. What's my cut? Hmm. Thirty percent. Sixty. Shrewd. You know, I love that moment there because that's where Omega is starting to figure it out, and she pushes back a little, and she was like, "It depends. Like, what's my cut?" She was like, "I'm gonna ask the question, but I'm afraid of the response." And the response she got from Sid was a. Fairly reasonable response. Low like, balder, reasonable. Well, She's not even going to play. No, 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 no. Take thirty. No, 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 please. No, no, no. Not that she lowballed her. That she was even going to like consider giving her a, a something back, right? Like because she could have said nothing. But she oh, was like, she oh, said, okay, this play. kid's got some guts. Well, she's, she's like, the kid's got some guts and is starting to, you know, poke back at me. All right, let's go with this. And and said, all right, what about thirty? And then Omega's like, sixty. Mm, and she's like, you can see her doing the math in her head. Like, am I still going to make a profit on this? Yeah, I'm going to make a profit on this. So I, it, that was, uh, I thought it was a solid exchange between the two. I don't want to dare I say bonding, but in a weird, bizarre child exploitation gambling way. But it is some form of bonding that I think Sid respected from Omega. And Omega's kind of like, look, she's maybe not that scary. She's figuring out a little bit of how the world works uh, yeah. faster than some of her uh, squad mates, it seems like. But yeah, mm-hmm. she's always been more worldly than the rest of them. It doesn't take much, but yes, agreed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> low bar, low more, bar. More worldly, even though she never left Camino, and those guys traveled all over the place. Oddly enough, yeah. Shame. I think she's a little Shame. bit smarter. Just in yeah. general, agreed. Agreed. And I think that cuts straight to um, um, Captain Bragg just at her peak turdness. What are they pouring the a glass summer? of wine in his? Getting ready to do some light. Yeah, torture. trying to do a little yeah. bit of torture over a, a, a fresh <laughs> cup of glass of red or something. I don't know. Um, but do we have that audio as well? Yes. Yes, we do. Defying imperial law and openly inciting civil discord. I thought we had an understanding, Senator. I refuse to be your puppet. My loyalty is to the people, not the Empire. An unwise choice. Regardless, we will acquire what we need from you. Your draconian tactics won't work on me, Captain Bragg. That would be a first. Sound of the torture droid. Ooh, you recognize that sound? Oh, and then they bust in with the smoke questions. grenades. Yeah, I was uh, just yeah. Say if that. you are, you know, if you're single out there and you are into torture with a glass of wine, uh, <laughs> Captain Bragg is is single. I think um, if that's your idea of a fun date night, seems like a workaholic. You know, 
never have any time for you. I really, she brings I, your work home with yeah, her. You hate I really didn't know where that was going, Justin. You had me really yeah. concerned. Well, her uh, her Match.com profile say. says enjoys ITO droids with uh, with dark red wines in a let's be real in a dank there basement. Is a, there is a dating site, I'm sure, called Imp Simp. <laughs> Uh, hard pass (laughs) all i know is when he said i i refuse to be your puppet i just i thought of the videos we were watching before we got on (laughs) the mickey mouse tiktok (laughs) puppet and the murdering kermit uh yeah different puppet oh, no. though murder, murdered no one thank you very murder much kermit not murdering kermit that's a different <laughs> oh <puppet>. sorry <laughs> that's what uh, miss piggy did after she found out that he cheated she or would though she seems like a jealous type um but of course just as um senator singh is about to get um interrogator droid droided uh hunter pops in with the the smoke bomb and uh, they rescue him just in time before he gets even a wee bit of torture. He didn't even get lightly tortured. He got zero torture, and then he was rescued by Hunter. He, he got a he got a little tortured. He watched Bragg drink his wine. I mean, that's got to be hard. That's I mean, that's probably infuriating. I don't think it counts as torture. Yeah. She yeah. didn't. She didn't. That was a good year. She didn't what waterboard are you doing? him with it or anything. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> But Hunter, Hunter and Tech and GS8 come in, and GS8's got his most prized vase. She's still very happy about this thing. Uh, they stun all the Imperials, and they, they rescue him. But, of course, they rescue him just in time, and then immediately as they're about to escape, there's an alert been triggered, and um, the Imperials know where they are, and the clones are moving in, and the whole place is getting swarmed. So... They're trying to escape. We see him out on the balcony and they spot one of these at Tez walkers, uh, on the, on, (laughs) on the street (laughs) below. So they, they hop down and they, they, uh, they commandeer it, I guess you would say. Um, and, and they, they actually were pretty efficient. I got to say we've, we commented on the bad batch, not seeming like, the most competent in a few of these episodes, like they weren't really running through their obstacles, but when they went to uh, take down this ATTE and, and get their people in it, they were pretty efficient and um, Mm. they looked, they looked pretty slick doing that. But of course, Bragg spots them taking the Walker and she orders the troops to pin them down. Uh, It was the bad batch we wanted to see. Yeah. At least that I've been waiting to see is the efficient, bad batch that can execute yeah because that's their, how they to were the supposed to be ability. when we first met them right they're like they're yeah. a whole they're worth a whole battalion of clones just the five of them or mm-hmm. whatever so um it, it's good to see that and i think we saw it uh, again throughout this battle they were you know they were fighting off all these walkers and and a whole battalion of clones and um I think they seemed like they were pretty well in control almost the whole time. Their their yeah. walker did get shot and the axle was broken, so we got this nice sequence where Tech is trying to repair the damage and and Hunter and Wrecker are out there um holding off the clones and uh getting in their big battle scene and like Even I, the senator helped. Yeah, he did. He's getting his getting his hands dirty, mixing it up. And, and like I said, they're just looking a lot more competent this mission than they have in some of the other episodes. 
Um, it it looks like um, they're going to get tech before he's able to to finish the repairs. But of course, he turns it around, takes out the the clones, and fixes the walker, and everybody mounts up. Um, but they're they're getting closed in on, and they don't really know where to go. But the senator, home field advantage, his town. He says, go down this alleyway, and it looks like they're going to a dead end. They butt up against a wall, and they uh, they blow a hole in a wall that takes them to this underground passage that they use to get out into the wilderness by the Havoc Marauder. And, of course, they, they blast the hole in the wall closed behind them, so they escape unscathed. And um, mm-hmm. there's a nice little conversation with Singh where he's not sure that he wants to leave and abandon his people. What am I doing? I cannot abandon my people. I must help them. You will, Senator, but not if you are in Imperial custody. She's right. Live to fight another day. Agreeing with the droid, Ooh. protecting the senator. He had a whole arc. Look at that. Mm-hmm. All that character in 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you- yeah, he w- uh, they were still very leery of him, even at the end there, when he's telling him to go down that alley. And, and I'm like, okay, at this point, when you've pulled him out and like everybody else is trying to kill you. Yeah, I don't know what they thought he was going to do. Like, tricked you, now yeah, we're all dead. Ha ha ha, I really should Right, do. like I guess I, I didn't understand so. that. But yes, that was, um, now if it was, uh, you know, Lee Char, Lee Char would have stayed and uh, fought for his people. Prince Lee Char leaves um, from the front. We not wussed out on, on the rest of his people. But, you know, that's Lee Char, true hero. It's King Lee Char to you. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Josh. Do we do we think that once the Empire starts uh using non clones that will switch the blasters to uh kill mode? Full power? Yeah, Not good stun? question. I don't know. Gotta stun the brothers. I assume they're huh? n- yeah, I'm, I the assume brothers. it's a brothers thing is why they're not uh, uh I'll stun you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live to try and kill me another day, brother. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, interesting question. Like, uh, civilian enlistees, it's okay to murder, but not our clone people who were bred to die. Yeah, I don't know. So the whole thing's messy. Mm-hmm. But we've got him. We uh, completed the mission. We rescued the senator. We have that now. And we make our way back to Ord Mantell. And Sid's bar... Uh, which has never had more than two patron. Well, three, the one time Rex was there uh, in its entire existence is packed to the gills. Yeah. I think due to the recent popularity of the Netflix hit the queen's gambit, everybody wants to see like a young lady running the table in a chess game. And there's Omega just whooping up on some, I guess, Pantoran guy, right? who was mm-hmm, the yep, mm-hmm. the last man standing and uh she won that there hollow chest tournament and yeah. she earned a lot of money i think we have a clip about how much money i told you to keep a low profile this is the opposite ease up bandana omega made enough money to pay off the debt you boys owe me so try showing a little gratitude to my friend. 
you did good. Senator, glad you made it. Let's talk payments. One track mind said, geez, oh, Pete's. Let's see, even at the end there, she calls her friend, did good kid. Justin. She made her money. That's their total abuser thing. Like, yeah, you did exactly what I wanted. I got something out of it. Now I praise you. Sid is not a good person for using this child for profit and then saying good job for letting me use you. I refuse to hear otherwise. Kyle, I think she's going to prove you wrong. We'll see. I think she's going to prove you wrong She's got six episodes. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I hope she proves you wrong and you're going to go, not nice. man, I feel bad. Uh, well, I, I, doubt, done I that. doubt that. What'd you say, Maggie? What'd you say, Maggie? I believe in Sid. Yeah. Well, you, you guys Come are on. both evil people sympathizers, you're, though. You're going to take this Rhea Perlman and put her in the voice of a bad person. The lovable yeah, Rhea she's Perlman. Been doing it you're going to do time. that to her. Carla's kind of not nice. <laughs> like, what is she? <laughs> Carla was a sweetheart. You take that back. <laughs> Look, life is hard, and Sid has been just trying to do her damnedest in a world that is difficult to get a start in. All right, sympathizers. So whatever. what if she learns things? These guys. Maybe, maybe she did definitely have, not you know, a bootlicker, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we don't know Sid's backstory. Maybe she did have kids, and something happened to him. And now Maybe they're gone, and she's they're like, estranged from her life. Sounds like a really good mom. To like hmm. loving people, you never. I mean, look at look at the the dude in Home Alone, the guy that lived next door to Kevin. They thought he was evil. <laughs> That's totally different. That guy literally never did anything, and they just made up a crazy story about the nice, lonely guy who lives next door. She's actively doing. Maybe he bad was making things. money on the side, doing odd jobs. I don't Here's know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If a bad thing happens to you, that doesn't give you carte blanche to be a jerk and manipulate and use people. So her backstory doesn't really matter. It's like, what have you done for me? Hey, Kyle. (laughs) Hey, Kyle. It's fake and it's in space. I'm just telling you. True. She's going to prove you wrong, Kyle. In the last episode, Omega is going to get two Christmas ornaments that are turtle doves and give one to Sid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to bring your reference full circle yeah. by mentioning the, the pigeon lady oh, from number two. Okay. <laughs> it's for Life Day. Yeah, it's pr- yeah there you I go. Guess, I mean, I guess we got six episodes to find out how Sid's It'll be arc goes, but um, like two minor. She is. Uh, she's a gangster, dude. She's a bookie. Like she's not a nice person. She's she's bad. She's a user. Mm. And if if Telling you, you have to give if you have to earn her money to get a compliment, that's not a nice person. That's not a genuine compliment. I'm not having it. Uh, she's she's figuring out the parent thing. She's getting there. She'll get there at some point. Everybody's got to learn. Good God, this this she's gonna this she's gonna get those that minoc struggling for parents. She's gonna get that minoc ornament and it's gonna melt her heart. Uh, and and she's, you're gonna ornament. see Kyle. Who wants a minoc ornament? Gross. <laughs> they mate like they the, mate for I life, right? Is that how it least attractive? <laughs> it's like the creature. two minocs. <laughs> anyway, after Sid <laughs> praises her um, abuse victim for doing what she wanted. Um, hunter softens up on on his hard take a little bit because she guilt trips him she says you know i want i wanted to be useful even if i couldn't go on the mission and i think he feels bad for leaving her behind because 
here's the thing you keep we keep saying let's protect omega protect omega but like the, literally the only thing this girl wants is to be part of the group um and then they like left her behind so like i think that probably was the opposite of really protecting her um but what do i know also not a parent um so he says he asks her you know how good her strategy is and we'll put it to the test and challenges her to a game and says if she wins then uh, there'll be no more sitting out on the missions and that's the end of the episode presumably she won because hunter's like how good could he be in hollow chest? Give me a break. I mean, the, the funny thing is, is like, it's going to be a real conundrum when in one of these next five episodes, let's say, let's say Omega won that chess game. So no more leaving her behind. You got to take her on the missions. But in the previous episode, he says, you're never going back to Camino. But the next mission says, well, we got to go back to Camino. He, well, huh. well, now there's a conundrum because you told her she's not going to go back to Camino, but you maybe you have to go to back to Camino for something. Hunter's for been mission. writing checks he can't cash this whole series. Like he also said, they mm-hmm. can they can send the whole galaxy, but and we won't let him get you because you're with us or whatever stupid thing he said. And she literally got taken by a single Cad Bane by himself. So like. Yeah, <laughs> he cannot back up the things he says anyway. So it's like the whole thing's moot. In my well, in and my if you opinion. leave her, and if you leave her behind to go on a mission, how are you going to stop all of those people from trying to take her? Because you're not even there. He's he's so, flying by. He has no idea what he's doing. He's just saying things. He's flying by the seat of his pants. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. He don't know. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, good episode though. Fun episode. Uh, loved seeing the ATTEs duke it out. I thought that was a cool, like, I, w- I was hoping to get a little bit more, but it, it reminded me a little bit like Sherman tanks versus like Panzers and like doing maneuvers around and trying to take each other out. I thought that was pretty cool. Little maneuvers? Um, yeah, little maneuvers. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the scene of the planet when it first, uh, when we first came to Raxus is it like starts to zoom in on that giant, I don't know, castle or capital building or whatever that is. Gorgeous animation here. Um, it really kind of made you not like, it, I didn't even realize it was like an Imperial thing, like until we got up and then you see brag there. Right. And some of the clones uh, just not a getting ready to do this thing. But it was like it, from the far shot, you're like, Oh, it looks beautiful. It's very peaceful. Nothing's going on. And then it zooms in. You're like, Oh crap. It is a nice, nice looking planet. It looks like you could uh, have a nice summer home there if it weren't, you know, occupied. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, solid episode, fun episode. We got six more. Yeah. I think I'm going to keep watching. Yeah. Are you vested now? Yeah, I'll watch the last six. See how it goes. (laughs) See how it turns out. See, said die. Any... Any uh, see Sid die. Yeah, she's gonna get. Aww. She's gonna get uh, taken out no. in a bar fight in her establishment. One <laughs> Um. Yeah. It. Uh. I don't know. I don't know. We'll. We'll see. We got six episodes. I'm sure they're gonna be action packed. I'm sure probably the last two. You got to figure are probably a little bit longer in length. You'd think. Than, That's what or at the least maybe the last want. one is is longer. So. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. So, any final thoughts on uh, episode 10, Common Ground? I actually enjoyed it. So, you know, the Bad Batch is doing something, right? There you go. Look, Maggie's look, look, you know, approval. like I said, I think, 
Yeah, a lot of people have enjoyed this series, and if they haven't said they're only doing one run, why not do a second one? But I think a lot of that depends on how this ends, right? Yeah, I think we'll we'll definitely know at the end of the season if it if they're if it looks like they're leading into another one or not. Yeah, yeah. Next show, Omega. Omega returns. Hey, it, Omega. If Boba Fett is still around in Mandalorian times, feasibly, theoretically, Omega could be too. Yeah. Well, it, this episode was better than Eva. I think so, anyway. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Well, that was our recap of episode 10 of The Bad Batch, Common Ground. Hope you guys enjoyed the recap. Uh, Tune in with us every Friday night for Orb Force 99 Friday night live streams. Those are a lot of fun. We've had a good time. We did not have Josh this past Friday. He will be back in better than ever this Friday. Mariana, baby. Gonna talk Bita so many ponchos. Eva. I know I'm like making it so much worse than she even. Beta than Eva. <laughs> I know it was not that bad, but um, <laughs> I like it. Like I said, I don't. I don't even see her. Like I, I just her as the actress portraying Omega. Omega. I don't see that voice coming out of this person. Like it just doesn't. I like look it. like they go together. I, but I probably wouldn't even yeah, like this show I, I if it weren't it. for that accent. <laughs> but uh yeah so join us friday night live uh, friday eastern, night uh, orb force 99 or uh yeah 8 p.m eastern uh we have a lot of fun maybe we'll play a game this week maybe not we'll see um we've got uh a couple games on deck we did one what two episodes ago so sent those prizes out hopefully they got them uh they should be there actually today i think or tomorrow maybe so yeah uh but join us um and then you can find us anywhere on social media outer and beacon facebook twitter instagram you can also email us outer and beacon at gmail.com my name is justin you can find me on twitter at i am the bendu where are they gonna peep you guys at this is josh and you can peep me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Taneb. <laughs> this is Kyle. Peep me everywhere <laughs> at KB underscore legend. And this is Maggie. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Maggie of the Town. You're supposed to say Pete. Uh, I don't want to be Pete. <laughs> Pete Maggie on Twitter. Uh, ah! <laughs> hey, you can, you can also peep Maggie in her new writing gig on Collider. Yes. This was Go news as of like this past too. week weekend. So, uh, congratulations, Maggie, on on the new writing gig. Busy, busy Maggie. She is everywhere, people. Uh, everywhere. Make Maggie um, cannon. She is literally Maggie of the town. She's like doing all the things in the town, running it. She's running it, people. So, anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hopefully, you join us. <laughs> oh, we got a Rihanna reference on the show. Nice. Bringing it to the recorded uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. Join us on uh, Friday night for the live stream. Everybody have a great week. May the force be with you. Hello there.
You can Hello there. <laughs> Beat it Dean. Beat it Dean Eva. Eva. <laughs> All right, guys, we love you. Take care. Oh god. Stand under my umbrella. <laughs> Must be love on the brain. <laughs>